Hey guys, my name is Caitlin. Hey, it's Angela. This, this is Earth Listening. Today we are joined by Zoe, who created Swag and Sauce, a clothing brand directed towards vegans. They have very cute and funny graphics on their t-shirts, and all their purchases are used to help rescue animals. So, can you tell us a bit about yourself and just some background, like, about who you are? Yeah, sure. So, my name's Zoe, and I'm a co-founder of Swag and Sauce. Uh, I've been vegan for over 15 years now and have loved every minute of it. I'm a big foodie, like a lot of vegans out there, so cooking is definitely one of my biggest hobbies. Uh, and I get a lot of inspiration from our Instagram friends. Their food pics are amazing. Mm, wow. <laughs> Wait, so quick question. So you mentioned that you are vegan. So was there a specific reason that inspired you to become vegan? Yeah, I think it was, you know, preventing the exploitation of animals. Just when, when you get to see, you know, these, what animals go through and, you know, just for us to kind of eat them it's just it's crazy and that doesn't sit right with me and it was just mm -hmm. I was 19 and I thought okay this is not something I want to be involved in that's kind of where it all began oh yeah I think it takes a lot of like willpower to just yeah. prevent yourself from eating meat because like personally I know like my friends and I we love like meat but then at the same time just like watching them the cruelty of how they treat animals, how they mm. like kill them, slaughter them. Yeah, it's oh, really heartbreaking yeah. too. I 100% I agree, you know. Um, before, when when I was a teenager, when I was a child growing up, I I did eat meat. And obviously yeah. I, mm. I didn't know what really happened or I didn't, maybe I was ignorant to it to a certain extent. Um, but when my eyes were open to what actually happened, something needed to change and but also nowadays I think there's a lot more food choices around so you know you can get substitutes vegan substitutes for you know all kinds of different meats out there or you know different flavors mm -hmm. that we may have liked in the past and things so there's so much choice now that you know, I don't think there's an excuse for anyone, really. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I just want to add on, like, saying, like, it's definitely how, like, this generation, how there's, like, more, like, supermarkets, like, Trader Joe's or, like, Sprouts that have, like, these products where, like, they're um, vegan-free or they don't have, like, um, that kind of thing, like, for vegans. So I think that's, like, really cool how, like, um, markets right now are just expanding on to those type of products. Yes, definitely. So many more, you know, supermarkets markets are providing for, for vegans. Their vegan ranges are always expanding. So it's nice to see that. And definitely like in terms of, you know, food, different restaurants, foods, and then obviously now clothing brands as well. A lot more mm -hmm. clothing brands are doing a vegan range. Mm, so it's yeah, so, definitely. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us more about like what exactly is Swag and Sauce? Sure. So Swag and Sauce represents individuals across the globe who share our mission of kind of preventing the exploitation of animals, lowering our carbon footprint and raising awareness of plant-based living. Mm. And through our clothing range, we're able to achieve this in a humorous way with the aim of sparking fruitful conversations 
and ultimately just spreading the huge benefits of embracing a vegan lifestyle. And we like to think of ourselves, you know, as fun, passionate vegans on our journey towards creating a healthier, happier planet, one funny tea at a time. Mm, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. um, so since you started the, um, your business, Wagon Sauce, uh, what has like inspired you to start this clothing business? Like, was there like a specific event, a person? Um, well, obviously the exploitation of animals is, you know, number one. And then, you know, being a vegan since I was 19, I noticed as well that there's definitely some prominent vegan stereotypes and misconceptions, you know, such as being, I don't know, a bit whiny, only ever eating mm -hmm. salads and being very serious and militant. So I wanted to kind of challenge this stereotype in a humorous way. Because, you know, we all know that majority of people enjoy a bit of a giggle. So I actually started designing humorous t-shirts just for myself. So t-shirts with funny slogans, because I knew I could reach more people this way who are more open to having a conversation about plant-based living. And the humorous t-shirt just acted as an icebreaker. And then this is what inspires me to start Swag and Source a clothing brand it provides a platform to be able to communicate to connect with people and communicate with them who have embraced a plant-based lifestyle or are on their journey towards becoming more plant-based and then together we can help educate the world on the benefits of being vegan a um, and a percentage of the proceeds from every purchase are donated to you know, amazing animal sanctuaries that are dedicated to rescuing farm animals from abuse and slaughter oh wow i think wow, that's, that's really good mm -hmm. yeah like definitely like i saw on your like instagram profile that like each shirt like every purchase is like donated to like all that the profits like donated to the animals and i really think that's really inspiring mm -hmm. and definitely a really amazing thing for you guys yeah. to do it's our way kind of to give back you know mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I think it's a really cool way to just like do our own part to like help protect these animals. Because like if you just say like, oh, we need to help protect um, animals from their like cruelty, from like farm animals from being like slaughtered, and like mm -hmm. people will be like, oh, like I'm not a farmer, I can't do anything. But like mm -hmm. just buying those t-shirts, like just like a simple task of just buying a t-shirt can help save these animals, which is really exactly good. yeah exactly and so every little mm -hmm. helps. Mm, yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, also before you mentioned about um, vegan stereotypes, so personally, from your experience, have there been people who like directly up in your face like said or mentioned anything about like vegan stereotypes in front of you? I think it's been more in a subtle way. Mm. So, you know, um, it would be, and in a, but also in a jokey way as well, you know, someone might say in a jokey way, just very militant, being very serious mm. um, I think those are the misconceptions and you know you're always up for a fight <laughs> always up for an argument mm. I think those are the kinds of things that I've kind of noticed I've noticed you know if you by using both you know you can always if, if you make people laugh if they kind they become more open you know your mind your heart's open open more and so that was the whole thing in terms of, you know, with the, that's where the funny slogan idea came into it. Mm. Um, you could make people laugh mm. and then you can kind of 
tell them a little bit more about you know about veganism about plant-based living and about your lifestyle and things without offending anyone or without anyone thinking that you're you know mm-hmm. about to chop the heads off mm, yeah <laughs> Um, definitely you had like both worlds before you were 98 me and then after you turned 19 you uh, started becoming vegan so were there any like difficulties during the initial stage of change I think so I think the the most difficult thing for me was um the milk part you know because I used to drink a lot of tea I know obviously there's so many milk alternatives out there now but because I was used to drinking my tea and things in the morning that was probably the most difficult thing for me the meat not so much I mean I I did eat meat but not you know huge amounts or anything so it's not something that I kind of couldn't live without or anything but I think it was like the milk but now Mm. I'm I'm totally, in, I drink oat milk now. Mm. So, wow. Yeah, I love oat milk. And I, and, I, and I have tried different milks. So, you know, like in your cereal, mm-hmm. some milks don't sit too well in cereal, whereas others work better. Um, so oat milk is one of the ones that is a better, the better um, kind of option for me. But I feel like, yeah, this tastes this tastes nice oh interesting yeah just curious like for oat milk is there is it different like can you like significantly feel a different taste compared to like cow milk I think before when I first switched Mm -hmm. that was the even though I now I wouldn't be able to like I can't even remember what you know cow milk even tastes like Mm -hmm. but I remember when I first made the switch um it was, yeah, it was, I could tell the difference. I don't think I started off with oat milk. It was probably one of the other milks I started oh. off with. Mm. This was a long time ago. Um, but I could definitely tell, yeah, it took a little while to get to get used to not being able to put, you know, your cow's milk into a cereal. Mm. <laughs> but now, obviously, there's so many different milk alternatives, you know, so you're kind of spoilt for choice. Mm. Mm. So then are there any other like upcoming ideas you have to progress swag and sauce? Yeah, so um, we're always adding new designs to our collections. We're looking to expand into accessories and gifts Ooh. into that kind of market. Yes, this this is an area that our customers have expressed a lot of interest in. You know, they want to see their favorite t-shirt slogan on their morning coffee mug, for example. And I totally get that. I mean, you know, I've always enjoyed wearing clothing and accessories that represent things or ideas that I believe in. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly why Mm -hmm. Swag and Sauce was born, I guess. So, um, yeah, so that's the kind of thing we're going to go into uh, at the moment. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just like expanding all of like your ideas, not just through t-shirts, but definitely on like different accessories, like the mugs and like different like cups and what, I think it's really cool. Yeah. And you know, and vegans, a lot of vegans are um, 
avid cooks as well you know they love their food they love mm -hmm. experimenting with food so we're looking to put our slogans onto aprons and things like that so you know, mugs hats mm -hmm. um, just mm -hmm. things that you would use every day kind of thing mm. and i guess just like to add on like um like just breaking the stereotype of like how pe people view vegans like through your um you do your funny slogans and all your ideas on the t-shirts i think that's something that's really cool just like to initiate that and like to show people that like vegans aren't like these like serious people but like they're more like cheerful and funny and just not just what people think about them exactly that's definitely what we're going for because people do usually think vegans are very serious and things you know very whiny or and quite extreme and so that's so we want to kind of get away from that idea those ideas and you know show show vegans in a more humorous way that we do have you know a funny side to us as well and we can just again like spark fruitful conversations from the t-shirts from because it just makes it's an icebreaker and it and it makes people talk you know mm -hmm. yeah i think it's really unique how like i really like your mission in that one you're saving like animals and reducing the amounts of situations of animal cruelty and at the same time also breaking a very well-known stereotype so that's really mm -hmm. like, amazing yeah definitely um okay so what is your vision for swag and sauce and what do you hope to achieve through your clothing business we represent individuals from the globe who share the mission of preventing the exploitation of animals lowering our carbon footprint and raising awareness of plant-based living they are the kinds of things that we're looking to do that we want to do do you have like a specific like number or like statistic that you want to reach or is it just like you know any number any amount counts in terms of what do you mean in terms of like how much money you want to help uh donate to these organizations that help these rescue animals like how many people you hope to reach out to oh as many as we can as many as we can and in as many countries as we can across the globe you know that's mm -hmm. our that's our mission that's mm. what we want to do wow um, yeah that's really good and we started the business late last year we launched it this year well, we started the business late last year, kind of, you know, getting, getting all our slogans together and putting together our plans and things on what kinds of, what, and talking to lots of our vegan friends, you know, what kinds of t-shirts they would like to see as well and things. So mm. gathering all that kind of information and then we um, brought it to market. Mm. Was it um, challenging or was it like really tough for you guys to start up your business? Um, well, I think this is our passion. We absolutely love it. And it's our way to give back to the community as well. So I wouldn't say that we found it challenging. We've enjoyed every minute of it. And that's yeah. the truth because it's something we truly believe in. Um, it's nice to make people laugh and, you know, the things that we put on our Instagrams, it makes us laugh too. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's all, it's all, it's all been fun. It's all been fun. And we've enjoyed every minute of it. 
That's great to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Being passionate about something just really motivates a person to keep on going. Oh yeah, hundred percent, definitely. So since like um, Swagon Sauce is just like this clothing business, and you guys want to grow, like for other people who want to become an entrepreneur or like younger gener younger generations like us, do you have any like tips or like advice for people that want to start up their own business? Yeah, I mean, make sure it's something that you're really passionate about because if you're passionate about it, then you'll enjoy it every day and it won't feel like work. And that's exactly what, you know, we wanted to do when we opened Swag and Source, the idea around Swag and Source. We don't want it to feel like work. We want to be passionate about what we're doing. We want to enjoy ourselves, enjoy every day um, of it. And and that's exactly what we're able to do. So yeah, just kind of follow your passion, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think that's um, something that people should really think when they're trying to start a business. Like it's not just for like the financial part, but definitely for the passion, because I think that um, without like that passion, like no business will go anywhere. Like you're just gonna stay where you are like Mm. if you don't have like that ambition to grow then nothing's going to change exactly yeah i agree 100 percent. yeah the passion's way more important than money or how much money you earn and all that yeah (laughs) through swag and sauce is there like a specific target audience that you want to like provide like do you want to lean towards like youth like maybe adults or like or everybody in general um i think well it's targeted at both males and females you know Mm -hmm. who are on their vegan journey so whether they are vegan already or whether they're not completely vegan but they're veering towards a more plant-based lifestyle so it's for everyone everyone in those kinds of uh categories And there's not a specific age because obviously, you know, you could be vegan when you're 18 or you could become vegan when you're 40 or 50 or whatever it may be. So, Mm. and I teach, and you know, all our gear is unisex. So, you know, Mm. it's for males and females, girls and boys, you know. Oh yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Mm. So, for like currently there's definitely climate change going on global warming so like do you have any like views about any opinions about global warming how you look at it um i think you know obviously people need to be more vigilant with what they do in terms of global warming you know in terms of just being environmentally friendly and that's exactly what we're doing at swag and source you know like with for example with the production facilities that we use and things it's the we try and make it as environmentally friendly as possible Mm. Um, you know in terms of so that we can lower our carbon footprint um and we try and do whatever we can Mm. Mm. that's really good yeah and then, so currently, as we all know, there's COVID-19, we have a pandemic going on. So is there in any like shape or form that the pandemic has impacted um, like swag and saws? Like did it make you guys change the way you guys were doing something or like what have you been doing during this pandemic? 
Um, in terms of swag and source, because it is an online business, so obviously um, people still shopping online, it mm -hmm. launched only last month. Mm. So um, obviously we're, we're in the infancy at the moment, but we've had a really good response from people because we obviously have been building our audience. We already know lots of, you know, our audience. We've been working on it since last year. So in, in that way, I mean, COVID hasn't had an impact on our business, only on a delivery time slightly, but not, oh. but, that's with, but that's with most businesses, but not in terms of anything else because people can still purchase online. Um, yeah. And then in terms of myself personally, um, I've taken up cycling during the pandemic, like a lot of other people. Um, so I now call myself an avid cyclist. So as soon as the sun comes out, I'm out there cycling away in the park. Um, and I've also been dabbling in a lot more vegan desserts lately. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so vegan vanilla mm. cheesecake is at the top of my list at the moment. <laughs> wow. Um, I was wondering, since like you're a vegan, what's, what is it like in like your lifestyle? Like, how do you prepare like these meals? Like, on what markets do you shop at? Is it like, I'm just really curious, what's it like? Well, I do a lot of meal prep anyway. Um, and I prepare my meals beforehand so that I know exactly what I'm going to be eating. That's just me anyway. I like doing that. And it's just easy and you know, as long as, and because when I go to the supermarket, I know exactly what I need to get because there are bigger ranges in different supermarkets. It's a lot more easier to get what you need anyway. And, um, I also find a lot of inspiration on Instagram, um, you know, from our followers, from people we follow as well, um, who absolutely love food and, you know, we, I get different ideas recipe ideas from there and then i'll go to the supermarket and um, buy what i need mm -hmm. so, um, yeah i'm curious you mentioned that you uh cook a lot of like vegan dishes yeah. so can you go more into detail like what like uh dishes you make oh god i make all sorts i just i make different things like all i'm always experimenting so like i say so like on instagram is probably my biggest source of inspiration so i'll just see all these different vegan dishes that people are making i don't know whether it's um you know vegan pizza or big oh. lots of different vegan desserts i'm into mm -hmm. the desserts at the moment um i'll just kind of try them out trial and error mm. i have made mistakes <laughs> They haven't all come out as they as they look on Instagram, but um, yeah, I'm I'm trying to get better at the desserts. I think. Mm. Oh wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, like, what type of desserts have you been like making recently? Well, I'm obsessed with um, vegan cheesecake, oh. and um, and there's other ones like you know your um, double chocolate vegan cake and all these different things vegan fudge oh my god like the list can go on <laughs> wow i'm just getting hungry just listening to i know this. i'm getting hungry myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow yeah that's really cool personally for me during quarantine um i always wanted to like 
start baking and like with quarantine there's more time to be like used yeah. for other activities so <laughs> I've been trying to bake as well but yeah, yeah see how it goes I actually one of my favorite ice creams is actually a vegan ice cream mm-hmm. which is pretty cool and it's made out of like coconut milk I'm not totally oh, sure what the brand is but I buy it at this like organic whole like whole food supermarket so mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. And then like my mom is, right now, she's just trying to make us not eat a lot of meat. Like she mm-hmm. wants us to eat more like more vegetables or like rice or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. Mm. And are there different brands in um your kind of under your organization? So are there like different students who are trying to start up their other brands kind of thing? uh so far i would say we don't really have like a different brand we're trying to branch out um Mm -hmm. but we definitely everyone just has their own like strengths and like their own ways of contributing to the team Mm -hmm. so just like a quick overview for example like i typically edit the podcast episodes um and then like there's another girl her name is sanjana and then she works with like posting on Instagram and then Kate, mm-hmm. well, Caitlin and Sanjana, they both work on posting Instagram, mm-hmm. making posts, designing it. Um, yeah. And then we have another um, member of the team. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I feel like this is going to be kind of sound really like ironic in a way because mm-hmm. we call him Cal because his, <laughs> his name, <laughs> yeah, his name is a pretty long name and mm-hmm. kind of hard there's like so many people call him pronounce it different ways so we we just thought it'll be easier just to call him cow which <laughs> it's funny because we're talking just about vegan and like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah um yeah cow he he does like the business aspect like negotiations mm-hmm. um we've mm-hmm. been contacting different organizations and hopefully hoping that they could give us donations or some like kind of proposal and he works on mm-hmm. like writing the proposal and thinking about it and doing mostly the negotiation parts that's amazing so definitely we don't i would say we're all under the earth linking name but yeah. we all have, like our different like different things we like to do different strains we have different mm-hmm. parts we just contribute to the overall team mm-hmm. yeah. and just like all of us like have um, a part like to earth thinking like um me and angela we're both like the co-presidents so that we work together definitely um communicate with other organizations and we definitely manage earth thinking and then we just have like um like we also have another member his name is brian he's like our he's our graphic designer and he he's also a also director of Visity, so he helps out us with the Instagram, and also he's really good at drawing, so I mm-hmm. think that's really cool. Aww. Just like each of us just play a big part in Earth thinking. Yeah, and it sounds like you have a strong team mm-hmm. of you, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And where do you kind of want to go with Earth linking? Like, where do you see it going in, say, for I don't know, uh, five years? Have you thought about that kind of thing? Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that both of us, we definitely want to see Earth Linking to progress to different school campuses, different mm-hmm. cities, have different branches of students mm-hmm. also be a part of the team. So mm-hmm. like definitely, originally, like freshman year, we were thinking, oh, let's just make it a 
school club, just stay within the school maybe. But then mm-hmm. I would say definitely these past two years after, we definitely expanded our view to go more like, have a ra- have a larger scale in other words. So definitely five years mm-hmm. later, so that by that time we're definitely off in college. So we want to be able to start that off as well in college mm-hmm. with um, our mm-hmm. college classmates. Yeah. We have different branches and colleges and in different communities in the different cities as well. Oh, that's amazing. And like also to add on to that, like I noticed that in our school, we do not have any like clubs or organizations that want to like help out the earth, which is like such a big problem, which is why we want to initiate Earthling Kids. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. It's amazing that you lot have started it. It's a yeah. really good, really, really good initiative. Thank you. Thank you. It's yeah. been really nice doing this podcast with you girls, you know, and to hear mm-hmm. more about your initiatives and what you're doing. And again, because you are young and everything and you're getting involved in it from a younger age, it's just, it's really inspiring. Thank you. And it's nice to see. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, but thank you so much for coming on and spending mm-hmm. your time with us here. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Especially in the future, you know, we can do another collaboration kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And um, continue this relationship because I think, you know, they they mutually beneficial, definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then just like, thank you for just reaching out to us and just putting the efforts to uh, messaging us through Instagram. Oh, that's okay. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at earthlinking2020. Check out our website on Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at earthlinkingteam. Donate to our GoFundMe located in the description box of our first video. This is Earth Listening. See you in the next episode.